no matter who they are, they really do have time to exercise, to age responsibly, and to improve their quality of life. Hi, everybody. I'm Jay Croft, and welcome to the Optimal Aging Podcast, where we discuss the business of exercise, healthy living, and well-being for people 50 and over. Each week, we explore what healthy living means for millions of people over age 50 and what's coming next with a focus on communications, content, and making powerful connections. Let's talk about time and money. They're probably the two biggest excuses that fitness professionals hear from prospects. I don't have time to work out, right? Or I can't afford a gym membership. How many times have you heard that? And you'll hear it again and again, of course. So you need to have some content ready to share that illustrates how neither of these statements is true or even relevant. And since you're working with people who are a little older, you should also be aware that generally speaking, they have more time and money to devote to their fitness. That doesn't mean they're not going to complain about it or dodge the issue or find some other way to say, no, no, I'm fine here on the couch. And it doesn't mean that lots of people over 50 still work every day and struggle with demands on their time and money. Of course they do. But you should have that idea top of mind, along with some ready information about how everybody either has or better make the time and money to lead on a healthy lifestyle that includes regular exercise. So first, let's talk about time. Do you have someone in your life who's always talking about how busy she is? You say, how are you? And she reliably launches through a litany of all the demands on her time, which always takes a long time itself and usually leaves you wondering, what's the big deal, girl? By the time we've reached 50 or so, we've probably learned to manage our time and priorities better. And it helps that kids aren't so dependent on us anymore. A lot of us work less or maybe have even retired altogether. But even in retirement, there's spending time with family, keeping up the home, fighting traffic, etc. As the famous saying goes, though, those who think they have not time for bodily exercise will sooner or later have time for their illness. You know, we all get the same 24 hours in a day, right? And and I found this interesting illustration of how we generally spend our time on this earth. Let's say that people get an average of 25,915 days, or about 71 years to live. Of that, they spend less than 1% exercising. It's 0.69%, or just 180 days out of those 71 years exercising. That's according to a survey of more than 9,000 people around the world that was conducted by Reebok and the global survey company Censuswide. The survey also reported that people spend almost a third of their lives sitting down, stare at some kind of screen 41% of the time or 10,625 days, and socialize with family and friends 6.8% or 1,769 days. Now, the World Health Organization and the United States government suggest that people get at least two and a half hours every week of moderate intensity exercise. 
A Harvard study says that just 15 minutes of physical activity a day can add three years to your life. And the Journal of the American Medical Association said last year that not exercising puts you at a greater risk than smoking and diabetes. Point that out to your reluctant prospect or truant member and ask them, you still want to tell me you don't have the time for this? Now let's drill down a little bit more and examine a week's worth of time. Seven days a week multiplied by 24 hours a day gives us 168 hours a week. Now ask your prospect to make a list of how he spends his time on a weekly basis. Have him write down how many weekly hours he spends on each of the following. Work or committed volunteer time if you're retired. Sleep, commuting, running errands, family time, and lastly, religious services or community involvements. Okay, so he writes down how many hours he spends on each of those a week. Add up all of that and subtract the total from 168 hours. Get the message? No matter who they are, this will show that they really do have time to exercise, to age responsibly, and to improve their quality of life. It's up to them how to spend that time, and it's up to you to make all this clear to them in an emotionally resonant way that shows you are concerned about them, but that you're not going to coddle them or let them play the age card. And in a way that shows them the benefits of living a healthy life when we're older, the independence, the ability to travel, to play with kids, to enjoy sports and hobbies. They have time for all that. They want time for all that. It's up to you to connect their desires to your services. As Rick Mayo puts it, Remember that you're selling the smile and not the braces. Now, you also need to be pointing out a few ways that uh, they can improve their chances of success. Help them see that there are plenty of ways to get their minimum amount of exercise in each week, even if they don't want to go to the gym and studio every day. They can mix and match. They can incorporate movement into their daily life by taking stairs and parking far from buildings and walking the dogs and all of those things. But help them make a fitness plan that includes these five points. Number one, choose convenience in location and time for their workouts. Number two, work out with a friend, partner, or group. Number three, treat their workout time like any scheduled appointment. They wouldn't just casually blow off a doctor's appointment. So help them give exercise the same ordinary importance. Number four, they should choose something fun. Studies and common sense tell us that people are more likely to make time for fitness when it's something they enjoy. And number five, looking better is great, but most older people are more concerned with feeling better, moving better, and enjoying life on their own terms for as long as possible. So keep the focus on that and less on something like six-pack abs. We'll be right back after a short break. Hey, everybody wants to bring in more money and to save time, right? Well, our friends at Nomly are here to help you improve your gym's communications with clients and grow your business. Join more than 300 fitness coaches who are doing more business with less work. Nomly helps to systematize and simplify gym operations by 
centralizing member data and communications so gym owners can increase their customer lifetime value, improve staff efficiencies, and raise the bottom line. This centralized communications tool helps you in lots of ways. It helps you orchestrate referral programs at the push of a button, helps you hold clients accountable with built-in two-way texting, and it lets you rest assured that all your clients' messages are being handled properly. Schedule a free consultation today at nomly.com slash optimal dash aging dash podcast. That's nomly, N-A-A-M-L-Y dot com slash optimal dash aging dash podcast. Back to the show. Okay, now let's talk about money. Money is funny. (laughs) We use it to justify so many priorities and at least as many rationalizations. So when people say they don't have the money to spend on fitness, it's helpful to pause and ask, do you actually not have the money to spend or do you choose to spend it on other things? This raises opportunities to learn about your prospects' values, fears, and disappointments about why they're not actually living the life they say they want to live. There's a gap there between the way they perceive themselves and the way they live, and in that gap is an opportunity for you. By the time they're at or near retirement, most people should be familiar with the concept of investing. They've been sacking away money in their IRAs and bank accounts, They've been taking their prescribed medications and paying insurance premiums to manage health care costs, all those things, right? Well, all of that's just going to grow and grow as they age. Exercise reduces our health care costs, including medications, and the time lost to illness and injury. We know this without a doubt. Investing in yourself with fitness pays huge dividends in all kinds of ways, including financial Now, remember that you are offering a premium service, and it's okay to charge a premium fee. Compare it to the typical costs of these 10 items or services. Notice that I'm not applying any judgment here. You know, pets are great, and who doesn't like to have a nice meal in a restaurant? But it's just things like this that will get them thinking about where they spend their money on just expenditures and where they're putting money into investments. So here are 10 items that most of us spend money on all the time. Don't even think about it. Number one, a tall cafe latte at Starbucks is at least $2.95 plus tax, right? And multiply that by how many times people go in every month and order one of these, plus whatever they spend on croissants, bottled water, breath mints, all the other stuff at Starbucks. Number two, pet care. Baby boomers spend about $59 a month on dogs, cats, and other animal companions, the Bureau of Labor Statistics says. Number three, cable or satellite TV. Subscribers paid an average of $107 per month in 2017, according to a survey from Lichtman Research Group. Number four, hair coloring and highlights can easily cost $80 to $150. Number five, a one-hour massage. You're talking anywhere from 60 to 150 plus tip. Number six, monthly restaurant costs. $260 for baby boomers, says the Bureau of Labor Statistics Consumer Expenditure Survey. That seems low, though, when you consider how just 
One nice dinner for two can easily top $100. Number seven, smoking and drinking. The average boomer who still smokes spends about $150 a month on the habit, not counting healthcare costs, the labor report says. And boomers average another $45 or so a month on alcohol. Number eight, two tickets to see Hamilton on tour, about $400 plus fees just to be in the room where it happens for two hours. Number nine, major league sporting events. In 2016, it cost an average of $502.84 to take a family of four to an NFL game, according to creditcards.com. That includes tickets, food, parking, and two programs. Major League Baseball is a bargain, just $219.53. The same survey found that 34% of Americans spent money on sporting events in a year, and 29% bought athletic equipment. That compares to just 23% who paid for gym memberships. And finally, number 10, your typical monthly car costs are $878. That's from nerdwallet.com, which includes car payment, gas insurance, and maintenance. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Hey, are you a fitness professional trying to grow your business with people over 50? If you are, then you need to know how to communicate with them, how to market to them, and how to get them to know you, like you, and trust you with their fitness and their money. We're talking about the baby boomers and more. People who are a little older and a little younger are still in this demographic slice that I'm talking about. People who are older than the typical client or prospect that gyms and studios go for. They have more time, more money, and better motivation to become excellent long-term fitness clients for gyms, studios, and trainers. Prime Fit Content is the only content marketing company designed specifically to help you engage people in this group and to distinguish yourself from competitors in your community. It's effective, it's easy to use, and it's super affordable. Check it out at primefitcontent.com. That's prime, like prime of your life, fit content, primefitcontent.com. Back to the show. Now, we're not saying you should upsell everybody and push every item or service all the time. And, of course, the quality of someone's exercise program isn't directly related to the amount of money they spend on it necessarily. And, yes, some people simply can't afford your rates, period. And that's okay because we're talking about prospects you have pre-qualified. We're talking about sales conversations that you're having. And you're only going to have those with people who can pay what you're charging. They're just going to need a little push over the finish line to commit sometimes. So offer good value and service. Consider your pricing very carefully and then confidently show them that we're talking about an investment here, not a simple expenditure. That's something that everyone at this age ought to be able to relate to. Now, this is a lot to cover, but it's going to help you close the deal more often with older people and probably with anyone really since the old age and money excuses are universal. 
I will post this transcript on the episode page so you can print out the list of suggestions and examples and uh, resources that I've mentioned. Now it's time for three things I like this week, a special books edition. Last week, I shared about Good to Go, what the athlete and all of us can learn from the strange science of recovery. Well, let's keep it going. Here are three new titles worth a look. Number one, The Plant-Based Athlete, a game-changing approach to peak performance by Matt Frazier and Robert Cheek. This new bestseller connects a plant-based diet with peak athletic performance, and it features interviews with professional athletes who've made the switch from meat to plants. The authors argue that we really don't need meat and eggs in our diets, that we can get all the protein we need from plants. Now, I am not suggesting that we all give up meat. I certainly don't plan to, but it's important to stay informed about what's on your audience's mind, and plant-based eating is definitely on the list these days. Number two, The Secret to Superhuman Strength by Alison Bechdel. This is a graphic memoir told in comic strip style illustrations about the 60-year-old's lifelong obsession with fitness. Bechdel first came to prominence years ago with her comic strip, Dykes to Watch Out For, and then she wrote an award-winning graphic book about her upbringing called Fun Home, which became a Tony Award-winning smash hit on Broadway. Bechdel is insanely talented, and this book is a special addition to the Over 50 Fitness Library. Number three, Brain Health is a single-issue magazine from the New York Times subtitled Expand Your Memory, Know Your Brain, Stay Sharp Longer. Brain Health is a pretty new field as science begins to unravel the mysteries of brain health and function and disease and how lifestyle choices can affect all of that. And increasingly, we're seeing fitness entrepreneurs trying to blend physical and mental exercises to try to improve cognitive function and even fight the chances of developing dementia. The Times has provided a nice intro to the broader topic. It's one that we're all going to be hearing a lot more about Okay, that's it for this week. If you missed last week's episode, please go back and check it out. It's my tips on how to make it clear in your content that you want to help people over 50. You know, you don't want to make the common mistakes of being unintentionally patronizing or saying things like cute old people or silver or golden or all that stuff, right? And believe it or not, it's not enough to just say you're interested in baby boomers. It's, it's a little more complicated than that. So be sure to listen to last week's episode. And next week, I'll be back with an interview with another thought-provoking health entrepreneur who's helping us all market to this powerful demographic better. Till then, have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Optimal Aging Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Croft, and I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I hope you'll subscribe, tell a friend, and write a review. All of that helps us grow our audience. I also hope you'll share any comments you have with me in an email or on social media, including suggestions for people I should interview or topics I should cover. You can learn more about me and my content business at primefitcontent.com. You can send me an email at j at primefitcontent.com. That's J-J-A-Y at 
primefitcontent.com. I'm also on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. So find me anywhere you like and be in touch. And again, thanks for listening. Join us next time.